Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, we spent the week talking about people who don't know how to communicate, so let's end it talking about someone who does. Dr. Phil Hammond. If he were a creature, he'd be fluffy with a sting. If he was a motor car, he'd be an off-road Bentley. And if he was something to eat, he'd be chilli chocolate. He's a rare combination of humorist and hatchet man. He writes with a pen in one hand and a stiletto in the other. NHS enthusiast, but not so mesmerised by its effort and success that he's not able to give it a good kick when it needs be. He's the author of the MD column in Private Eye and has won awards for exposing the shocking treatment of whistleblowers in the NHS and was one of those who broke the Bristol baby heart scandal. He gave evidence at the subsequent inquiry. During lockdown, as well as poking a swab up his nose, he's been busy poking a stick at Her Majesty's government through his private eye column. Each one of these fortnightly columns is beautifully crafted, standalone. It's a piece of writing based on the facts of the day, events, contradictions and stupidity that all came together disguised as policy. In August last year, writing about the troubled TNT strategy, he invented something else. He invited us instead to think of fetish, which stood for find, explain, test, trace, isolate, support and home visit if necessary. I bet Dido wish she thought of that. Hancock, meanwhile, as Hammond writes, is building a parallel universe of outsourced mass COVID testing with a bleep-poor contact tracing. (laughs) Ouch. Fetish is from one of his columns in Private Eye, and Hammond has collected all his COVID columns and rolled them into a book. It's called Dr. Hammond's COVID Casebook, and there's a link in the e-letter that takes you off to be able to buy it. As Ian Hislop says, the book is better than the public inquiry and quicker and cheaper. In March, Hammond wrote about ventilation and how it was a priority of the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, urging schools to use portable air cleaners and ventilation. Meanwhile, in the UK... Hatman writes, filtered flowing air is not seen as a priority. The typical state school classroom contains 31 people, has poor ventilation and teaching periods of up to two hours before teachers and children leave for a break. In a direct challenge, he lists eight statements that go to the heart of Her Majesty's government's press blah blah. Here they are. One, we were well prepared for the pandemic. Two, Herd immunity was never the plan. Three, we put a protective ring around care homes. Four, there were no PPE shortages. Five, we protected the NHS. Six, our TNT system is world class. Seven, our border controls are world class. Eight, our roadmap out of the pandemic is irreversible. He says anyone who makes any of these statements is either a fool or a liar. Well, that's communications for you. No one is safe from Hammond's insight. He writes, Roche made antibody tests for Her Majesty's government, which they claim were 100% accurate. It turns out the tests were tested on a subgroup of eight people who 
40 days after they were known to be infected from a PCR swab test, all tested positive for antibodies. The subgroup were cherry-picked from a sample of 93 people known to have had COVID, of which 15, or 16%, tested negative for antibodies. So how do you make 100% for that? I don't know. Do you have a bucket list? Hammond's bucket list, stay indoors, do nothing, and don't kick the bucket. <laughs> Nightingale hospitals. Hmm. COVID admissions were often obese patients who had micro blood clots everywhere and multi-organ problems. The criteria for a Nightingale admission was no one with a BMI greater than 35 and only single organ failure. Now you know why they were empty. The pages of this book are an indispensable collection of 30 of Hammond's fortnightly updates, which are broad and balanced, cutting, comfortable, insightful, full of facts, uncomfortable, funny, incisive, opinionated, and includes the trouser leg of death and the tweet of the fortnight, which is on page 75 and is an absolute must-read for NHS comms. Anyway, the final pages are a timeline of events that's worth the price of the book alone. Finally, Hammond challenges us to ask when we make a decision, is it intelligent and is it kind? That's not a bad note to end on, so I will. Thanks for listening. and Don't forget to buy the book. There's a link in the e-letter. Thanks. Bye-bye.